This is Soccer News IV. Soccer News IV. It's in your veins. Brought to you by SoccerRom.com. From Bumblebee to high school to college to the pros, before the best coaches go to practice, they go to SoccerRom.com. Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Stephen Parr. We've been gone for a while, and admittedly, my offseason has been much longer than MLS's offseason, but we're all getting back into the swing of things here on the last week of March. So if you're ready, then I am too. Let's get to the headlines. First, in national team news, the women have done it again. They won the Algarve Cup in Portugal for the sixth time. This year, they beat China, Italy, Norway, and Denmark with a total score of 12-1. to The only goal the U.S. gave up was in the final match against Denmark. That game ended up 2-1, giving the U.S. another piece of hardware for the trophy case. The women now get ready to qualify for the Olympics in China. The qualifying tournament starts April 2nd. The U.S. will face Mexico and Jamaica. Speaking of the Olympics, the men's U23 team qualified for China earlier this month. After tying Cuba 1-1, the U.S. beat Honduras, Panama, and eventually Canada. Freddie Adu scored four goals in just three games. Perhaps even better for American fans, Mexico was eliminated from the tournament during group play when Guatemala allowed Canada to score five goals. The Mexicans were thus booted on goal differential. The U.S. men's national team also had a good result this month, but this time it was just a friendly. The Americans beat the Polish national team 3-0 in Poland. All of the U.S.'s goals came on set plays. Landon Donovan had two assists. It's the second straight victory for the U.S. on European soil. Let's move on to the MLS. Well, this is opening weekend for MLS's 13th season, and there are some more changes from the offseason to talk about. The biggest change is the return of the earthquakes. The team had moved to Houston two years ago, but MLS promised the team's name, logo, and colors, and record would stay in the Bay Area. Now a franchise is reborn under new owner Lou Wolf. The new Quakes are relying on leadership from the old Quakes. Frank Yallop coached the team to two MLS championships in 2001 and 2003. Last year, he coached the LA Galaxy, but was persuaded to head to Northern California in the offseason. Yallop has built his team from the back. San Jose has a defense full of veterans, including former Earthquake Ryan Cochran, who was acquired from Houston. Former Galaxy keeper Joe Cannon will mind the net. The midfield will rely on the leadership and crossing abilities of Ronnie O'Brien if he can stay healthy. A little more of what's old is new again. Carlos El Pescadito Ruiz is returning to the Galaxy. Ruiz had some of his best seasons in L.A. in the early 2000s, but spent the last three years at rival FC Dallas. While his goals have decreased a bit, he is still a dangerous threat especially when combined with Landon Donovan and some guy named David Beckham. 
By the way, Ruiz, Donovan, and Beckham are all paid over $400,000 a year. That can't happen on any other team. According to the designated player rule, each team gets the right to hire one person for more than $400,000. Each team can sell or trade their designated player slot to another team, but no team can acquire more than one extra slot. So how does L.A. get three expensive players? Well, when the rule was developed last year, Donovan and Ruiz were the only two players already making that kind of money, so they were grandfathered in. Still, about half of L.A.'s salary cap money is going to only three players. This offseason, they've had to unload veterans like Chris Albright to find more room under the cap. We'll see if the little fishy is worth the risk. Another big offseason move involved a former league MVP. D.C. United traded midfielder Christian Gomez to the Colorado Rapids in exchange for a first-round draft pick in 2009. In the last two years, Gomez has scored 21 goals and created 18 assists. This offseason has plenty of coaching changes as well. We already talked about Frank Yallop moving to San Jose. He is being replaced in L.A. by former Dutch national team superstar Ruud Hullet. I loved watching Hullet play for the Netherlands. The Galaxy are hoping we all like watching his new team just as much as we liked watching him. Over in New York, the Red Bulls fired their coach, Bruce Arena. The former U.S. national team coach was replaced by Juan Carlos Osorio. See, there's only one problem with that, though. Osorio was already coaching the Chicago Fire. So to replace him, the team promoted assistant coach Dennis Hamlet. There are going to be two more teams coming to MLS in the next couple of years. Seattle has been named as an expansion club for 2009. The ownership of Seattle includes Price is Right host and soccer uber fan Drew Carey. It also includes the owner of the current USL team, the Seattle Sounders. This weekend, you can vote on the name of the new MLS club in Seattle by going to MLSinSeattle.com. The choices are FC Seattle, Seattle Alliance, and Seattle Republic. Or you can write in a name like, say, oh, I don't know, Seattle Sounders. You know, seeing as how that's the name of the team already, I know MLS is really weary of old NASL names, and I think some of them, like Rowdies, should remain buried with that old league. But some names, like the Sounders, the Earthquakes, Cosmos, Timbers, Whitecaps, have lived beyond the NASL, either in teams or in just the consciousness of American soccer. And they should be embraced by MLS. This vote thing is silly. The league has, has done this twice before. Once they came up with Houston 1836. That was on an online vote. And it didn't even last to the start of the first season for Houston. The other was Real Salt Lake. Which is a part of the world that has never had any royalty. Much less Spanish-speaking royalty. But what do I know? The other expansion team announced is Philadelphia. A new stadium is being built in Chester, Pennsylvania as part of an urban renewal project. While the team doesn't have a name or official colors yet, it does have a rabid fan club called the Sons of Ben. By the way, the Sons of Ben have chosen blue and yellow as their colors since those colors are on the Philadelphia city flag. Again, I may not know everything about professional soccer marketing, but blue and yellow may be a pretty good idea for the team colors since a couple thousand future season ticket holders have already created 
and purchased T-shirts and scarves in those colors. Just a thought. Let's get to the schedule. There are five games on Saturday opening day. The first is Toronto FC at Columbus. Kickoff is 4 p.m. Eastern, and you can watch on direct kick. Chicago starts off in Salt Lake City. That game begins at 6 Eastern and will be shown on direct kick as well. The first game on Fox Soccer Channel's doubleheader is a rematch of MLS Cup 2007. Houston visits New England. Kickoff is 7.30 Eastern. DC United travel to Kansas City for their first kick. The game is at 8 on direct kick. And Fox Soccer Channel finishes up the night with the Galaxy taking on the Rapids. That game begins at 9.30 Eastern. On Sunday, Telefutura will show Chivas USA taking on FC Dallas in the deep dish. That match starts at 3 Eastern. That's all the time we have this week, but I promise I will be back next week. I need to say thanks to SoccerRom.com for their help and support. This has been Soccer News IV. Remember, Soccer News IV, it's in your veins.